Hey, hey babes. babes, welcome, welcome to, to the, the podcast. It's part two with Alex and, and Kenny. Kenny. Hey. What's up, family? All right. So, Kenny, you want to hop back in where you were earlier about just kind of expanding on everything that you want to talk about? Uh, I was hurt by this person that was supposed to represent God. How much can I really trust Mm. what they taught me about the Bible? Mm. So for me, that's how I was looking at it. You know what I'm saying? So I was just kind of going through that process of finding out my faith. But like this, like my, like how, what is my faith going to look like now that I'm not in this church thing? Yeah. So it kind of became a very like, like real faith for me because like now my oh. faith didn't depend on my surroundings or my church thing it, it depended on my relationship with god fully. wow so that's from, deep though yeah it was, it was deep so it, it took a lot of relearning and just and that's when i feel like i been able to grow the most in my faith I, I, and it, it's crazy because even there were some things some secret sin and everything that i was struggling with in the church and I see that now God had to take me out of that church in order to deal with it correctly. And mm. it was crazy because, like, while I was in the church, I was not dealing with it because there wasn't kingdom being preached in my life. There was, there was like, we were only getting, yeah, there, there was only part of the gospel being preached to us. So for me, it was more of like a self-help thing, like, do these three keys and you'll get better or mm. and you'll be more successful or come to Bible studies and God is going to bless you. It was like real cookie cutter, like not true gospel at all. Like not, I'm not gonna say at all, but it had a lot of gaps. Yeah. So for me to leave that environment and step into this new season of my life where I'm just kind of like depending on God, reading my Bible, having to pray by myself, going on YouTube every day. I did a discipline where I was like watching different videos on how to fight certain uh, sins and and videos about sermons and everything because I'm not in church. So I'm yeah. watching sermons, videos, everything, every that's day. That's me. I don't even watch TV no more. I watch sermons. Yeah. <laughs> Who watches TV? I don't, I don't watch I don't TV. Yeah, I don't. Because everything out there. It's crazy. I do watch uh, Shark Tank. I love Shark Tank. Shark Tank be fire. <laughs> it be fire. It be teaching me a lot about business. Uh, so, yeah, now, it was crazy, though, like how going through that and then basically um, – that that kickstart me though because then i was like i kind of was like in this weird space again because i was like i kind of put my music career mm. paused mm. so uh. i could do the youth leader slash pastor thing right so i'm like boom just i'm gonna pause this guy i'm sure he was gonna rap for real they know it like yeah. i was wow. just kind of like i was like man i might get to it later down the road like this is just a hobby of mine right. like yeah yeah gotcha. i knew god wanted me to use it but it was like Man, I was like, maybe you want me to focus on, you know, church leadership. Yeah. You know, I, like on some Michael Todd stuff where he put his music aside. Oh, shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So kind of like that. He came back in one of Wanda's songs. Right, right he did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, blessed it's up. Good. It's good. And then the like song. The yeah. And now he's like making beats and stuff. So I yeah. thought I had to do something like that. So now for me to leave the, the, the church and everything or whatever happened, I'm like, oh, what is going on? So then it left me very confused. And again, the healing process, because I, I was very hurt by the person, uh, pretty much the pastor of the church. And yeah. it's crazy, though, because my healing process started with forgiveness, though, right? Yeah, like come on. Any healing process. But it's crazy how it happened, though. And uh, if they're watching this, love you, fam. You already know what's up. Uh, like, we already had conversations on the side. But in between the time where I left, and then my mm-hmm. birthday, there was zero conversation. Oh so we're talking about like like a month worth Ooh. of no conversation, right? But then uh, That's the you know, this person hits me up uh, on my birthday. 
just like nothing happened. Like, yo, happy birthday, brother. God bless you. Hope you're well. And I looked at that too. I got very upset, dog. I was like, bruh. What you mean, bro? What you mean? What, what, what you mean? Spoken, bro. Like, yeah. last time we spoke, it, it was crazy. Like, the way that the whole leaving thing happened, it was crazy. It was like on a big confrontation. Like, like it was like this confrontation that just exploded right before this youth service that we had every Wednesday. So mm. then I was, I was like, nah, you, you're not going to do this here. You're not going to yeah. do today no more. You're going to go. You're leaving. Blah, blah, blah. So we haven't spoken since that. And then they hit me up on my birthday. So now I'm like, like, why would you text me, bro? Yeah. So now I'm like struggling, right? So I'm like, okay. I looked at the text. They didn't answer it for two hours. I prayed, though. And it's funny because we hadn't spoken. They hadn't apologized to me, even though they were supposed to be the first person I apologized. Because they not only hurt me, but everybody around them. Right. And then I was trying to hold them accountable. They're uh, like, I did nothing wrong. So then gotcha. I tried. So we left on those terms. But then they hitting me up on my birthday. So now I have a choice. I either respond and pretend everything's fine. Mm-hmm. I either answer and go off on this person or I do something about this. Mm. So I feel like the Lord led me to not only just respond, but be the first person to apologize, even though I was the offended one. And that's, that well, that's a humbling experience very, in itself. Very humbling. So that's when my healing process started. That I would, yeah. even though you hurt me, I'm gonna apologize yep. to you. But also because I know that in that moment where everything exploded, like I did say things that weren't necessarily false, but I know that I got out of character. And I didn't it's say like, them in the best mm, way. Unforgiveness. So I, was like, I gotta say yeah. it first. Yeah. Unforgiveness leads to like your emotions flatlining. Like yeah. you become mm-hmm. numb to the situation. Wow. Yeah. So it's like until wow. you forgive, you're not gonna be able to start the healing process because you're holding a grudge on someone. So how would you be able to heal from it? I mean, Jesus, he forgave us, you know? He he literally was on the cross and said, forgive them for they do not understand. Exactly. So it's like, why would I not be able to forgive somebody and that also comes back to in the church we automatically put expectations on people because of their positions and roles Mm. and we have to remember that they are still human they still have flesh they still have battles with the demonic realm and battles with just fleshly desires Uh in general so it comes down to you have to let go of those false expectations and really begin to understand that the only person that will never ever fail you is God because we are also human we are also healing we are also going through that day in and day out out and like it's a beautiful thing when god shows that to us because it it humbles us and it makes us recognize how much we need god in our life because Mm -hmm. people they're amazing because they are like who god created us to be around fellowship is important but at the end of the day at the night who are you with you're with god you're with god and yourself yeah Yeah. and that's deep and that's pretty much how it was for me because i know i know the bible verse that says that how can your father in heaven forgive you if you don't forgive somebody on right earth? and yeah. there's even a parable about it right so like yeah. I, that scripture always played in my mind so I, I was already saying that i forgave this person but it got put to the test because that's the thing healing is always going to get put to the test every time you say that you have healed from something god is going to test that Sheesh. so i said no nah, i'm already healed man i already forgave that person but when i got that text on my birthday bro oh my goodness i was it was like Ooh, i was salty. am i really healed yeah. though so i had yeah. that's why i had to go pray because that's when i was like wow god like i really need so i let the go let it go because one god tells me to forgive everybody and be humble and two and turn the other cheek and two i needed to let go of this thing that's bringing me down so I'm not only just going to forgive you for you, I'm going to forgive you for me too, straight up. I feel like forgiveness is actually like mostly for Yourself. the person who's forgiving versus right. the person that you're forgiving. Facts. Because like, you know, it, 
at the end of the day, the other person is going to do their life, whether whether no. or not you okay. forgive right. them. Are you going to be able to do your life if you aren't forgiving? Because them if you're if not you forgiving, are. you're holding that grudge, and basically you're reliving the circumstance over and over. Yeah, and it's just gonna damage you more and more, you know, because you go back to the place where you were hurt. Um, it's like, who said it? I think it was at the church uh, that we went to this past week. The guy said, like, when you break something, it's an instant pain, but then afterwards you have the recovery, and recovery is gonna be painful. It's gonna like forgiveness the is painful. Is the most painful it's a, part. Yeah, it's the most yeah. painful. Like, I forgave my biological father for not being there. That's not easy to do. Mm. But once you do it, and once you allow God to give you the power to forgive, so much blessings come from that. So much yeah. peace comes from that. So much healing. But it takes That's time. Good. Forgiveness is a process. Healing is a process. Mm. And you have to be able to go through that recovery. You know, mm. going to physical therapy isn't fun, but you still gotta go because you gotta get better. Mm. It's the same with when you're healing from circumstances mm. going to therapy sessions going to inner healing going to all these different things that are going to help you it's going to be hurtful it's going to be pain but the pain is going to be worth the joyfulness in the end well i mean like how much fun is it to face things on head on it's not yeah. you don't like no nope. one enjoys confrontation no, no one no one enjoys that no. but also like if you're not confronting what's in front of you or confronting a person you wouldn't be able to get resolved and would have gotten worse yeah it wouldn't you wouldn't be able to walk in the freedom that you're walking in right. and it's like Thanks. you have to confront it head on and you have to confront it and it's going to be painful but at the end of the day like that forgiveness is still going to come it just depends how fast you're willing right to let god take over it and not hold on to it and try to do it with your own strength come on that's good come on. you know what's crazy too like I feel like the biggest lesson I learned from this whole church hurt situation was that I didn't have a relationship with God through a man. I had a relationship Sheesh. with God. So that yeah. was, that was mm -hmm. big because like when you're hurt by somebody that's supposed to represent God, but yeah. then now you're trying to have a relationship with God. There's resistance there. There's like, bro, right. like, I, there, there's like, you feel it in your soul. You feel it in your heart. There's like this resentment almost to like god like bro what like you what affiliate the man with god you, yeah. Yeah, you assimilate the man mm -hmm. with god but that's when i had to realize the man is independent man is man he is flesh like you said yeah. he's exactly but god is holy but you know holy he's yeah. good so i had to, to go directly to him right yeah, ahead, it causes bro. you to like look at circumstances you know what mm -hmm. i'm saying bad circumstances stuff yeah. that like set you back it's like, how does God look at it? It's like, so much good came out of it. How was it bad? Right. You know what I'm saying? So is Beauty from bad ashes. things happening a bad thing? Mm. In the question. Mm. Because what you get out of it, it's so much better than what it is. It's an opportunity in the sense right. of what it is. I just seen a video, bro, that was like, uh, it was low-key Steve Harvey, I think, which yeah. I don't uh, agree with everything he, he says. But he was dropping some He was dropping some letters sometimes. That was fire. He said, if God showed you all the things you had to go through in order to get to where you're going to be, you're going to tell him, God, oh I don't want to walk that way. Oh, my gosh, I saw that, that video, too. You, it was so. It was powerful. Because mm -hmm. if God would have showed us. What we had to go through to be where we're at today. You would have chose like, not to do so it. You would have chose not, not to do, do it. it. That challenges then your attitude yeah. through the whole thing. Yeah. Because okay. to keep that mentality through the whole process is harder than going through the process. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, Woo! 
attitude mm. and then and then to have yep. a better attitude you got to work on your belief system yeah you got to go back to those generational lies and the things that the habitual sin go patterns deep. you got to go deep you got to uncover your heart so god can rebuild it and right. he can go fill those voids where you were hurt and he can replace those lies with the truth yeah. Right. Man. and a verse a joint that always stay in my head is like when god is like you got to die to yourself yep. you know what i'm saying because there's so many things that we believe is true that yeah. we got to let go it's so hard to let go because you're like that means you have to come to terms that what you've been doing for five years ain't working and it comes down to like i mean you see people walking in freedom but the people walking in freedom those are the people that gave it all for for god you know because so often we see people they're like god he betrayed me he wasn't there for me blah 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 but you live in 50 50. you live in 50 with the world and another thing is you can't hold hands with the devil and walk with god you can't have two percent of your world walking with the devil you know because yeah. if you're doing that that can influence everything in your life you have to let it all go i mean i know for me i have to wake up every day and say okay what god do i need to remove from my life so i can grow and go deeper with you because mm-hmm. if you're holding on to the world how is god going to take you deeper into his spirit because you have unholy things surrounding you you have to protect your anointing and protect the things that god has given you so therefore you have to let go of the things of the world so he can continue to grow you just as we were saying there's no cap in your faith there's no cap in where god can take you it's limitless with god i got a vision one time and it was like i was just in this room and it was all white white was completely surrounding me and it was just infinite white and the person said to me like that's limitless that's showing what god can do in your life it's limitless but you have to let go of your past self let go of the past things so that way you can walk into the calling you can't you can't hold hands with the enemy honestly that goes that goes back to like what you were talking about i was like i was like dude testimony time let's go yeah go for it we want to hear we want to hear everything like that i was born right you was born. <laughs> oh, what's happening? Where and then you gave Bring me back. I'm like, bro, take me back. I'm not trying to. <laughs> once upon a time, I was born. Right. Once upon a time, I was born. Man, this is always a hard question for me to answer. I never know where to start. But um, we'll start with music. That's uh, that still go back. When I grew up, I always had this sense of like I didn't belong. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And that was a, a common theme for the rest of my life. And it's really influenced the way I make music. And it, it caused me to want to be in touch with people. So yeah. in that sense, I was always had a forced sense of compassion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It might not have been genuine, but it looked genuine. And um, a lot of loneliness, a lot of sad things that's in my music. You know, I, I express it through the music. And um, with that, then being introduced, and I was a wild kid. Honestly, the same way I think now is the way I thought as a kid. Like the same ideas, like telling my parents, "Yo, like imagination is more important there than education." What you getting beat for that? You know what I'm saying? Like that, <laughs> that's dumb, but uh, it's yeah, true yeah. in a sense. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> in the room now. Yeah, I gotta be a lot. I was a troublemaker, <laughs> and uh, that has such a, a strong effect on who I became and directly influenced the way I make music. And then when I got stuck into pornography at a young age in elementary school, um, the most defining part of my, my life that I'll never forget is um, I was in middle school, extremely depressed. Like, on the verge, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, man, all the good in life and all the bad doesn't weigh out. The bad is way over the good, you know what I'm saying? And um, sitting in my room, looking at the wall, it was like 3 a.m. And I was about to 
I was about to make the mental decision to completely give myself to, to sexual porno. Completely. I was like, bro, I don't even want to fight no more. I basically decided not to fight. And um, my dad just ran in my room. Like, what are you doing? What's happening? For no reason. He just woke up and, and that was my sign to God that was like, look, this is how you go. And then wow. for me, ever since then, I've been on that path. But it, wow. it amazes me because if he didn't walk in there, I wouldn't be here right now. I'll be in a totally different place. And um, I was already playing guitar then. High school comes in. Still haven't had a girlfriend. <laughs> um, <laughs> whole lot of stuff. But I start making music. And yeah. it was like a way to vent. I was looking at my first song um, on my Instagram. If you scroll all the way down my Instagram, you'll see my very first song, right? And it's the same way I'm talking now. It is the same exact way I make music now. It's crazy. Going through this, I'm going through that. Here's the answer. And um, it's just a different answer now. Right. It's a different. It's a better answer. The answers keep getting better. The music keep getting more transparent. Kept coming up. Kept coming up. Still didn't feel like I flewed anywhere. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Still always felt like I could be next to you and you feel a mile, a thousand mm. miles away. You wow. know what I'm saying? Had a lot of those feelings all the way up until that identity crisis moment. It took a year for me to figure out my purpose. Rapping, rapping, rapping. No clue what I'm meant to do. About to graduate, like, God, what do you want me to do? You feel yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I'm giving myself to you, give me an answer. You know what I'm saying? This one gave me a prophecy, confirmed what I was doing the whole time. I started pursuing music. I'm going hard in music. Like, I don't care what I'm not eating and I'm breathing. I didn't sleep on a bed for two years. Sleeping on a couch to set the studio up. All my money was the studio. I ate one meal a day, working eight hours wow. a day, going super hard just for the music. And um, he put a lot in me. I met my, my, I had a girlfriend at the time and she was like the most amazing thing that happened to me at the time. Cause she forced me to look at myself in a different light. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that influenced the music so much. And then it got to the point of the identity crisis. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, whoa, everything you're doing up to here doesn't line up, doesn't make sense. Had to restart everything. And then it brought me here. Like I learned what the kingdom is. I learned what the word actually meant in yeah. its context. I learned how to read it. You know, like I learned so many different things and I feel like I'm so far from the question, but no, <laughs> off no, no, my no, come you're up. No, you're good. Right, off off my come up, it's it's hard to take it to an ending point because it's still happening. You it's, know what I'm saying? Bro, what was, what was the breaking point that led you to say, I'm not right with God, I need to get right. What was like, what happened in that moment to get you to that Okay, point? Kenny, with the, with, the wow. <laughs> <laughs> with the questions. That's a great question. He's an official babe now. He, He's he, an official he, he babe can do now. It. He can do it. Well, what's up, babe? <laughs> yeah, yeah, babe yeah. Now. I don't Next know time what I interview both of you. Born again believer eternally. Wait, 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 wait. Eternally. Eternally. Don't forget that one. So so what, what was the breaking point? Man. I'll say then, November. You know what I'm saying? Cause last this year. This year? Last year. Last year. So November this is fresh. Like, this is fresh. It's wow. still going. Like, when I learned what the kingdom is, that's when it started. So you still wow. going through this? I'm still going through this. So this is like fresh. This That's, is wow. But it's cool wow. because you see how much That's God moved in now. six months. 
because yeah. like in six months i would say like if that was your breaking point six months ago you wouldn't be able to be saying the things you're saying right now wow. and now here you are and you're sharing your testimony you're sharing all these words of wisdom and knowledge that the lord has implanted into you right. and it's yeah. like if this is what he can do in six months imagine what he can do in the next year imagine what he can do in the next 10 years right. as long as you remain righteous and holy before and like as long as you remain with him i think um i heard one time like he loves all but he favors the righteous and when you're walking with him He's going to show you those blessings. I mean, he right. blessed you with Kenny and Caleb and he blessed you like with people surrounding you. It's just a powerful testimony that you can look back and see, whoa, all that in what, six, seven months. Crazy. Literally. Hey, man. Crazy. Well, you know what's going to be cool is just like having you on a year from now sure. and seeing the growth yeah. again. I'm so excited. Like yeah. seeing the growth again, because yeah. seriously, like that's such a, it's such a turning point when you start realizing like, okay. This is, especially when you've been prophesied over, especially when, like, you feel, yeah. like, everything that you're doing. I know, like, personally, like, prophecy has always been a really big thing that, like, my family has believed in. So I know growing up, it was always, like... Prophesied over everything. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, like, to me, it became very casual. I didn't really take it for, like, oh, no, like, that is really, like, a word from the Lord. Like, God's mm. using someone else to, like, uh, like confirm something to me. Mm. And, like, I think because of that, you know, people prophesied over me over, like, the podcast, over, like, you know, yeah. you're going to do stuff with social media. You're going to do both. stuff with music. You're going to do stuff like that. You're going to be a world changer. You know, you have to pick up your mantles. I took it for face value, and then I was kind of doing the same thing. Uh, where I was like, yeah, I was oh. like, I was like, okay, yeah, that's cool. You said that. All right, yeah, I got a prophecy. Like I'm cool or right. whatever. But then, like, <laughs> you start realizing, like, okay, well, here things are. Doors are starting to open up that line up with that prophecy now. Yeah. Okay, wait. So I have to really be careful though, also, mm. and be wise and seek wisdom, like what you were saying, Kenny, and like seek wisdom and like what what is really the word of the Lord saying versus what someone is trying to prophesy over me. Right. And that was my own personal journey. And then like coming back now to now, cause I think it would probably, what would you say? Like a year? Was that like a year ago that I really started struggling with that? Mm. Yeah. yeah, I would say I would say about like a year ago, I was kind of going through a similar thing. Where I was like, okay, these are like all prophesied over me, but like, do I believe them and do I really feel like and will this you is really walk what God into and, it? and will I walk into it and take and take right. the choice? Because again, someone how how do I want to say this? You can be given multiple doors to open and all of them can be good and all of them can have a great thing on the other side. But what type of greatness are you looking for? Number one. What type of example am I wanting to set for my future generation? And number three, which door am I actually going to open? Mm. And which one is anointed for me to open? A bunch of doors can open, Come but which on. one is the one that the Lord wants you to open? Right. And it seeking guidance. It's it's crazy. That is really crazy. They say kids are 100% potential. Exactly. And then when they grow up, they have to narrow all that potential down to one thing. Mm. Crazy. Well, I mean, it comes down to uh, there was one night I was in Kansas and I hopped on Kenny's live. Oh uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> he was on live. I was in, I was in Kansas for like a tournament, but um Wichita. Oh, Wichita. I thought it was Wichita. But the, <laughs> I was talking to my basketball friends like, yeah, we're going to Wichita. No, it's Wichita. <laughs> Wichita. Playing hey, basketball. Anyways, hey, we was there and he was live and I went in the garage to join his live because all my basketball <laughs> teammates was in the house. So I'm in the garage and he was like, "All right, give me your new word of wisdom. Like what's God teaching you?" And during that time, God was teaching me, "We're called to be children of God not adults 
and not part like not the same level as he so when we become adults we got to remain with that same eagerness as we did when we were a child and put us in, in the place as a child because if we're children of god like we're kingdom kids that's what Emily's mom always says. We're kingdom kids. <laughs> and, you know, you got to walk into it because, I mean, how often do we try to govern our own lives? And when that happens, we lose control. Ooh. And it was something that I was battling mm -hmm. with because yeah. since I moved to college, I changed my major. I changed my whole entire career path. I changed friend groups. I changed my life. Like, literally everything in the past year. What? Like, my life is completely different. Everything about my life is different. But everything that has happened, I've noticed, was completely led by God and by the Holy Spirit. Kenny and, uh, Kenny and I was talking about that, and it's like, we're daughters and sons of the King of Heaven, but we act good. like we're adults. And it's like, you really got to lay it all down. You really got to trust. What do you mean by adults? What? What do you mean by adults? Like, I mean, when we start to make our own decisions without being led by God, like, you know? Yeah. Like spiritually, like you said, like when you become an adult so often, like you have to know exactly what you want to do. Like there's a pressure that you have to know what you're going to do the rest right. of your life. But age 18, by the time you're graduating, that you got to know where you're going to go. Yeah, it's like, well, maybe God doesn't know. Like maybe God hasn't revealed to me where I'm supposed to go at 18. Right. Maybe God hasn't shown me where I'm what I'm supposed to do yet. And, and no cap, I kind of want to touch on the whole prophetic thing because yeah. a yeah, lot yeah, of times yeah. we receive prophetic words. And, and the Bible says, don't despise prophecies, but but test them. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, for example, like I was talking to my, my bro yesterday uh, on the phone. And he was like, yeah, man, like I, I received this prophecy and everything. And I said, look, bro, I ain't going to say if it was from God or not. But this is the thing. A lot of prophecies, like they'll be like, man, God wants to give you. And God wants to exalt you. And God wants to elevate you. And sometimes God don't want to give you. God don't want to exalt you. God don't want to elevate you. Because the Bible says, He'll put you in charge of many things, but says be faithful in the little things, and exactly. then he'll put you in charge of the many things. Exactly. So we want to go to the elevation. Right. I have a lot in this and that, but we don't want to go through the process of what it's exactly. like. Exactly. So a lot of times we like that's why these prophets we gotta test them because God is gonna right. give you this, and it's like nope, God don't want that for you right now. And that may be our prophetic word. That's for another time that He God right. is letting you know, hey, in the future, I'm gonna I got something exactly. for you. Exactly. Exactly. Right now. Bro, you need to stay where you at. You need to clean it, yep. them floors. You exactly. need to clean that bathroom. You need to whip that coffee around. Yeah. You need to take them calls. You mm -hmm. need to be that cashier. Yeah. You need to do this. You need to go through the it's process. It's the practicing of the baby faith that allows us to get to the point where God wants us exactly. to go. Because we, I was we, talking want, to, we want the yeah. blessings without going through the process. But every blessing God gives us is for a testimony. Right. No blessing is given to us so that we could... Uh, brag about how we earned it because it's about no how God blessings. did it it's how God yeah. did it so it's never it's never about like what praise. we did it's always about how God gets the glory right. from the blessing exactly you know what I'm saying exactly so I, I test those prophecies and all that because uh, people I come, do too now yeah like, yeah mm. yeah because when you receive a prophetic word it's like okay God but I feel like I'm being called to to stay still right now I feel like I'm being called to have a season of hiding, of hiding. Emily is loving this. <laughs> and, and, and that's the thing, because we, we want to go Please straight to the platform. We want to go straight to the right. to the People stage. forget there's a freaking process. There's a process, bro. You can't walk it without It didn't crying. just happen. Right. So that, that's why faithful. we got to be careful, bro, with the, everybody that's trying to prophesy over you, man. Like, hey. I tell the Bible said test the prophecy. Test, test it and mind. then test it in your alone time with God. Like test ask God test for clarity. It test yeah. it with the word. If you're confused, everything gotta be filtered through the word of God. Exactly. Every, 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 that's why even we gotta be careful, because again, 
that's the culture that I came from from the other church. Like mm -hmm. whatever pastor said, boom, that's what it's it the is. absolute truth. Absolute truth. Absolute Nobody's truth. testing that mug through the word. That's why a lot of people. Well, ah, Lord, you're checking me right now. <laughs> checking me right now. But I, look, that's why a lot of people since they're not used to being checked because they're always so used to just saying things and yeah. being taken as truth that when yeah. people check them, their pride gets the. Mm -hmm. Well, you disrespecting me. You, well, we're you, building uh, and we live uh, in a prideful culture. We do. Exactly. Well, the Bible says that three things the world offers, the lust of eyes, the lust yep. of flesh, and the pride of life. Yep. So we got we to gotta be careful with those things, man. Just just, just test everything. Because, look, man, we're we going through a life where there's going to be problems and there's going to be afflictions and everything. And out of all the things that you could lose in life, you could lose a friend, you could lose money, you could lose, you don't lose faith in God. So that's why... Mm. I, I, you gotta, you can't just take everybody that want to say, man, God just want prosperity for your life and healing and this and that. Be like, yeah, look, that sounds good, but let me that, go back through the word and let me go pray about it and real, reflect exactly, on it. Exactly, that sounds real good, but where does God want me? Exactly. So that's why we can't. That's why we can't have a relationship with God through a prophet, through a pastor, through no. We have mm, a relationship with good. God right. exactly. Then when mm -hmm. we tap into that Bible, when we tap into the secret place time, then we can understand where we need to be obedient and where to right. Move. You know so good. So if you watch them, bro, stop going to so many prophetic words and yeah. just tap into your Bible. Don't be a lazy Christian. Yeah. Read your Bible. Stop exactly. Going to prophetic it's words. like um, exactly. you were talking about. You were talking about. You have <laughs> to. <laughs> you gotta. You gotta uh, figure out the truth. But I mean, Jesus. It, it says Jesus is the way and the truth and the life. But so often we say the church is the way, the truth, and the life. This is the way, the truth, and the life. Yeah. No, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the mm. life. So unless you have a relationship with God through Jesus, how are you going to know the absolute truth? Because oh, you're not yeah. following the truth. You're following the church. You're following the world. You're following your friend. You're following a prophet. No, you need to follow Jesus. Okay. And then everything else will filter out to clarity and not confusion. Sure. You know the John 3.16, which is like super yep. popular, right? It says that those who <laughs> yeah. believe in God or for God so loved the world, the world the the son, son. So eternal life, right? So Whoever believes in him shall have right, eternal so, life. So whoever believes in him shall, shall have eternal life. Later down in John 13, we actually find out what eternal life is. Exactly. Jesus said that eternal life is to know the Father. So it's a relationship thing. So <laughs> eternal life, what we're promised is relationship. So that's why it, 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 Jesus said the kingdom of God is here because he came to establish what we had lost, which yeah. was the kingdom of God through relationship. Yeah. We had lost the relationship with God. Yeah. So therefore, we lost the, the access to the kingdom of God. But God came to establish both. He came so that we could have, look, now you don't have to go through nobody to get to me. I, you can come to me directly because all sin oh. is forgiven. So you repent from that sin. You come to me directly. And now we talk. Now I talk to you. I give you my Holy Spirit. I work in your heart. I give you my wisdom. I mm -hmm. give you my healing, my revelation. I give you everything. But we have to go to God directly. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that, that's the danger. And look, again, the danger of the culture, of how our culture is right now. I'm going to say the word culture a lot because I'm tapping into a lot of culture things. But culture. Well, I mean, it is. A mindset is a culture and something that's cultivated even by look at yeah. it like Even look at it like this, right? Do people read their Bible more on their phone or more on the on the physical, oh. right? Oh. On the phone. Yep. Mm -hmm. when, you when you open the Bible app, what's yeah. the first thing you see on the Bible app? First the verse of the day, day. Mm -hmm. and the video of the day. Yep. So now, not only do we have uh, an app for the Bible, which is dope. I think it's super dope. But now we have all these videos to educate us on the Bible, exactly. which is cool. Mm -hmm. But now it could get to a point where you literally don't even read the bible you just watch those videos you the watch of the those day. videos verse of the day mm. now people don't even have to read the bible they could just listen to the bible and now mm -hmm. some people 
And like, oh, I could just listen. But then what they do is like they always play when they're busy. So instead of setting mm -hmm. a secret time That's apart with sweet. the Lord, now they're on this right. hustle, on this hustle Christianity of the, okay, I'm busy. I'm always elevating, doing my mm -hmm. next thing. But instead of setting time apart, because look, holiness is setting apart. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So in order for Come us on. to be like God, we have to set time apart for God. And that's mm -hmm. the and that's the hardest part. That's where the denying of self comes. Yeah. Because right. then I have to set time. If I set time for the things that I like, I like uh, whatever you like. You can like sneakers. You like, like basketball. <laughs> you can like video games. You can like Netflix. You can like all that if that's what you like. But if you set time for that more than you set time for God, then you can't expect your life to look like heaven on earth. Wow. Okay. So the next right. responsibility is to teach them the value <laughs> of that. And teach them the value of relationship. telling you the value of that without giving you the just the skeleton of it. Yeah. Yeah. And then be like, oh, follow it because you know the skeleton. People yeah. think rationally. And right. You can't convince somebody into something they don't believe when they're thinking rationally. And not only that, not only that, yeah. but Jesus said that the kingdom of God will be among you. Right. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So the kingdom of God will be a culture we see on earth. But course. this is the thing. It will be an influence. So that's why, look, it's easy. Like, why is the world the way that it is? It's easy. The culture of the world understands how to move like a kingdom more than the kingdom of God. Mm. And that's what that we bro, are. That's so Ooh, valid. That, wait, wait, wait. Bro, wait, wait, wait. So the world valid, about to say that again. Look, the, the, <laughs> the culture of the world knows how to move like a kingdom <laughs> more than the kingdom of God. Yeah. And that's why people follow the wow. cultures of the world. That's because so when good. they go to the world, everything is so organized. Everything is so much better. Look, <sighs> everything is successful. Look, how many people do we know in the world that they tell us, bro, come chill mm -hmm. with me? And they bring you, they take you to the club, they feed you, they give you mm -hmm. drinks. They give it. They you don't gotta pay well, for nothing. Well, I mean, nothing. it's two kingdoms: kings and light, kingdom wow. of darkness, they right? They take care of you like yep. it's crazy. Like yo, flexing the lifestyle on you. But yeah. then you can't even bring a person into your church and be like, bro, you you need new friends? I got you. We got a new culture for you. Everything, Holy wow. Spirit, feel. We gonna pray for you. We gonna lift you up. We gonna guide you. We gonna study yep. the word with you. And it's always this celebrity thing of again the the mountaintop and the valley. We exactly. are in the valley, and we don't create a culture. Yep. So then the kids mm -hmm. are more drawn to culture than they are to people. So whenever kids see a culture oh, versus a person versus an Sick. idol, kids are always gonna follow culture. Wow. Yes. Again, we are not designed to follow one thing. We are designed to follow culture. We exactly. are a social species. Exactly. So that being said, us as people, we're gonna follow culture. So. Kids are going to be heavily influenced by the culture. That's why Christian art is so important. Christian right. podcasting is so important. Christian so media good. is so important. Because we're creating a culture, not the religion. People want to pray in tongues and the this and that, the prophecy, the this and that, without creating a culture exactly. of heaven. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So our life, uh, we need to make this mug right here. That What we're doing, this is kingdom culture. Yeah. We're making this wow. look like heaven on earth. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because people looking at us like, what do you crazy people doing and at the end of the day what they're gonna take is that jesus love everybody here and that exactly want to have a relationship yeah. with them you know what i'm saying and we're bringing yeah. that culture to the mo one of the darkest universities in central florida and this is kingdom culture right Come here on. the fact that we're bringing influence to a world yeah but when you just stay in your little church bubble you don't talk about what's going on in the world mm. you don't really uh confront the reality of sin, of unrighteousness, Come of on, unbiblical <laughs> doctrine. You don't confront what it, because this is the thing. Every day, kids gonna, the kids going to go to church on Sunday, right. but they're going to go to school on Monday. So they're going to go to school on Monday, Ooh. and they're going to play. And little, what they're going to they, do, go they do gonna, after church, they too. They're going to play mm -hmm. little Baby. They're going to play Gunner. They're going to play Polo G. They're going to watch pornography. They're wow. going to go on Snapchat every day. Look, the culture is evident. You open a kid's snap. Just do this. Do a test. If you got a teenage friend or son or whatever, Go to their Snapchat. Yep. That is their culture. 
I'm talking about drug dealers, worldliness, wow. sexuality. That's their culture. So that is what they're getting fed every day. Yeah. They're getting fed more the culture of darkness than they are the culture of... of, of and that's what's the problem with this society is we're spiritually starving. We're spiritually starving. Like, you know, if you're not getting in the presence but of God, you're spiritually starving yourself. But how, this is the thing. How can you teach a kid to go see God daily if your life looks... Doesn't reflect it. Like if your life right. looks like a religion. You you clock into church on Sunday, and as soon as you leave church, you're you arguing, you're cursing, yep. wow. your life looks like a whole mess. Mm -hmm. It never looks like God dominates your life, and that's why I will never follow that religion. Mm -hmm. That's why all, that's what happened to all of us. All of us saw religion, but none of all of, none of us saw kingdom. Right. So when you see kingdom, when you see God dominating life, like when you see stuff that you should never see, that's when I want to follow that. I want to Holy Ghost yeah. filled family. I want to. I want that. Because yeah. this is the thing Jesus said, we are the salt. And you remember, I remember yep. the earth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Salt of the earth. We got to make people thirsty for God. How you do that? You do that through culture. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because so Jesus didn't culture. die to start a religion. He died to start a relationship. Right. That's yeah. that's good. Because it's like, it's a matter of revival. No cap. You know, we, we got this generation. I love that we have four people right here sitting talking about the gospel yeah. on a college campus because more people are going to talk about when's the next time I'm going out when's the next time I'm drinking but you see all those are counterfeits the enemy yeah. covers everything up with a counterfeit everything's false because Amen. what happens it's a wide path there's more things that they do but it's a wide path to destruction it's mm. the narrow path that leads you to God and the narrow path that allows you to see the mm. light and the darkness and that's where you're going to find joy and the fruits of the spirit and what everyone's looking for and a counterfeit is counterfeits of the fruits of the spirit so like love lust mm. you know and Ooh, it's like people think Ooh. that when okay here's the thing and this is why i love love your song so much yeah. is that a lot of people <laughs> is like they they equivalent getting lusted after as feeling loved and accepted Ooh. and feeling like oh no they're in love with wow. me because they're lusting after me wow. mm. no 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 honey that's not how that's not that's not how that is Right. That is literally, they're infatuated with an image of you. Ooh. But when you're older and wrinkly, are they going to be sitting there listening to the word Come with you? On. No. And here's another thing That's for good. me. Sorry, I'm, I'm a little popping off on this. Keep going a little bit. Keep going a little bit, a little bit on this. Yeah. But it's like, okay, another thing is um, equally yoked. I feel like that's a very big oh, topic that a lot. We're doing that. But the thing is, is people think you can bring someone to be yoked with you. Ooh. They think that you can be equally yoked in a friendship and bring your other friend. No, Ooh. there is a reason. There's a reason why you bring them with you in your circle. There's a reason why they want to bring culture. you into their right. circle. Because again, it goes back to cultivating that yep. culture. And if you're not going to stand there, and say no i'm gonna bring you with my friends instead of being like oh yeah well i guess because it's like five minutes at this place that's fine nope 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 bro, that broke it you you just opened the can of worms for <laughs> you yeah. so many people are like bro <laughs> bro like bro, oh bro i want to change i want to do it for christ but you have, like I'm, i just struggle so much bro they'd be like bro i just smoked yesterday i'd be like all right let's walk through it what happened yeah, yeah bro like, was doing good for like two days man but my homeboy hit me up you feel me but i didn't want to ignore him. so then they somehow people put themselves in these predicaments exactly and this is what happens again they don't change their culture exactly they, they, they start change. look they want to change their mind only mm -hmm. how i feel not even their mind they want to change their heart they want to change how they feel they want to feel good 
but they don't change the culture around and, them. And it comes so down to you, like decisions. No, but you I good. Want to finish this thought. Check this out. So people change how they feel. They want to feel good. But mm-hmm. when you don't change the culture, it's like Miles Monroe said, you could take a seed of a plant, mango, whatever plant, with favorite fruit. Exactly. You could throw that seed in alcohol. And if you throw it in alcohol, it's not going to grow. Exactly. It's going to kill the seed. But when you mm-hmm. throw that seed in good soil, it's going to grow and it's bear It's going to flourish. But this is the thing. You can only grow as much as your environment grows. <laughs> you can only grow as much as your culture Boy. grows. So then, <laughs> and it. This is I'm the so thing. happy right now. This is the thing. That's why people walk around depressed being a Christian. Why are you walking around depressed being a Christian? Okay, I'm not saying that's a sin or nothing, but I'm saying look at your culture. What music are you listening to? Who, who are you hanging around? How are you feeding how, it? How are you feeding right? it? Because this is the thing. Mm-hmm. You could go through depression while doing the correct things as a Christian. And I understand that because there's time. The, the Bible says there's time for mourning and there's time for joy. Exactly. Joy. You might be going through a tough time in your life. And not, look, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're going through depression because the culture around you is not the culture of heaven, you need to get in line with the culture of heaven. Because yep. a lot of times it's not a it's not an internal issue. Sometimes it's external issue. Yep. So that's why, that's why I ended again. The kingdom of darkness understands that so well. What do they tell people? Mm. Oh, cut toxic friends and protect your energy and love yourself. And they understand that culture so well. They influence people towards getting themselves away from negativity. But at the end of the day, confrontation can seem like negativity. Confrontation can seem like negativity. Mm -hmm. Not and not just that. And not just that. that. So like the ideal American (laughs) citizen is somebody who doesn't and go and like go into a confrontation. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But all the people we respect are confrontational. All mm. the people who make changes are confrontational. That's good. You need confrontation to make things happen. So, That's good. And then you'll be seen as arrogant. When you push mm. against forces, they're going to push back. That's good. You know what I'm saying? So that's why that's we, we got to be bold. We got to be assertive. We got to be strong. You, you got to be ready for I, the enemy I, to attack I really, you. Right. I they really agree with what you said, that a lot of people are going to consider you arrogant because you speak confidently. Right. A lot of people are going to consider you arrogant because you don't tolerate sinfulness. A lot of people are going to consider you arrogant because you just don't tolerate BS. You don't. Yep. And then when you call it out, they're going to be like, you're judging me. You do this and you do that. But in reality, this is the thing. If you're already a believer, if this you're not a believer, this part don't apply to you. But if you're already a believer, our standard is up here. Exactly. God, hold, God holds all unbelievers in the mm-hmm. same scale. You, you all, none of you guys know me. You guys need to get to know me. But now that you know God, your standard is up here. You're hold to a higher mm-hmm. standard. So that's why we can't be halfway in the culture of the world and halfway in the culture of the kingdom. Because then what ends up happening is you bring a, a culture of confusion in people's life. Wow. And this when you bring a culture of mind. confusion, and that's, that goes to both of our church experiences. Yeah. yeah. The culture of confusion, that what it does is actually leads people away from God because God is not a God of confusion. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Go, go ahead and read that verse you want to read, bro. Hosea 4. Uh-oh. Oh. Oh. Go ahead. My people are destroyed from a lack of knowledge. But can you read again? My people are destroyed from a lack Uh-oh. of knowledge. <laughs> because you have rejected knowledge, I also reject you as my priest. That's crazy. This is deep. You know, you deep. know what I love about that book, bro? That it's crazy because it's not that I love it, but it, it's a deep revelation. Is that people were literally worshiping and or not. They were calling God a whole nother name that he wasn't supposed to be called. Calling him a pagan name. Why were they doing that? Because they were passionate for lack of knowledge. They were so far away right. from the word that they were calling God Baal. So a I'm going to mm-hmm. put this in. So then they perished for put now. this in perspective. Put right? it in perspective. So. Are you so, you cute, The bro. more. You <laughs> 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 tend to obey. Now. So what's Not crazy is the more I've learned is, is 
looking at the principles of the world, they understand the significance of the impact of the Bible the world has had on the world. It's insane. Mm -hmm. Like, like this book has outlasted kingdoms and and influenced entire Mm. cultures and the movement of literally America. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, so on that, we know the Bible is significant. If you believe it or not, its impact on the world is immense and it's a, it's a mystery. So off that alone, you could look at it. It's like any good book. You might get something good from this, you know? And uh, off that verse, you know, people bear because the knowledge, they don't have the knowledge of the truth, paraphrasing. It's like, I've learned the, the, the biggest principles of the world are found in the, in the book. It's always in there. And something that I learned from that is that like the human needs have to be met, especially in church. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So the desire to feel important is a need you have to do because a lot of wrong things come from mm. you. Right. You need to feel seen. Yeah. Right. You need to be heard. Yeah. You need all these things. I feel like that's a, with, with that truth being twisted in your mind will cause you to start smoking. Mm. And then you get addicted. But originally, you just wanted to be heard from your wow. family. You just wanted, wanted to be to, seen. Right. You wanted yeah. to feel important. Right. But if you knew the truth in the word of your importance, then you would, oh, I don't need that. Yeah. I'm already important. Wow. I got yeah. that. You, when you could understand your value, I feel like that negates all the other stuff. Comes to the identity crisis yeah, we were talking about earlier. Know your value. You know your value. Hey, <laughs> yeah. There's a song called Know Your Value. Right. Yes, sir, yeah. we know. Y'all go check it out. Bro. All right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You're at... at Hey, man, you already know what time it is. And then as I want my ad everywhere, it's Kenny Rivers. You know what I'm saying? At Kenny Rivers with two S's in the end. I yes, just sir. dropped the project called River Season Volume 1. So if you like reggaeton, <laughs> dembo, merengue, all that, go ahead and check that out. You know what I'm saying? It's so, fire. Y'all appreciate it. It's fuego. It's fuego. Look, bro. So, man, I appreciate Bay Podcast, homies, always for having me. You already know the deal. Shout out to Abby and Am. You know what I'm saying? Hey, go ahead. Go ahead, it's Ali. Yeah. Go awesome. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> this is Alex Jean. Kim Chill. That's it. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I never know what to say. Your at. Your at. Oh, my at. My at is Mean and Alex on Instagram on every platform. Y'all want to check out my music? Just put Alex Jean. Yeah. All platforms. Amazing. All platforms. As always, babes, keep tuning in. We will On the see Wednesdays, you guys we'll see you soon. soon. Peace out. Peace out. Deuces. Bye. Bye.